to this week's episode of Her Moment in History. I'm Grace. I'm Michelle. And uh, this week, uh, what was our thing this week? Oh, we had to find somebody from our hometown. Yes. Right. Which, how how did you find that, Grace? I found it quite easy. I imagine, did? I imagine you found it quite difficult. I did. There's just no famous people. Well, there's famous men in Stoke-on-Trent, but there's not famous women. I was very disappointed. I didn't do mine. It's from. Oh, Nottingham. okay. Mine just affiliated. Oh, right. Yeah, we're affiliated. So. Mine is from now. And I don't think they ever left. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but it was the time period. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Because. Right. So you, you go first. Okay. Right. So what time period are you talking? She was born in 1685. Whoa. Way back. She is Margaret Lee, mm-hmm. commonly known as Molly Lee, mm-hmm. and she was accused of being a witch. Ooh. And um, there's, you can still see a grave uh, today mm-hmm. uh, in uh, the Burslem grave, grave, graveyard cemetery, maybe cemetery. Right. Let me let me start chronologically. Okay. <laughs> right. So she was born in a cottage mm-hmm. on the edge of the moors of. Burslem. So mm-hmm. Burslem, so Stoke-on-Trent is made of six towns. Okay. And Burslem is one of the towns. Okay. But like this is like a thing that happened a hundred or so years ago that they made it into towns. Right. Oh, so back then it would have just been all one. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Okay. But like Stoke-on-Trent as a collective is just made of six towns. Okay. So it's called like the six town. <laughs> and it's like She's, it's said that she was ugly, and that's so that led to her being shunned. But I just think that's a bit mean. So because she just was ugly, was they were ugly. like, oh, gosh. Yeah, and then, like, she was shunned, and she was alone. And, like, um, so she was... People thought she was a witch. She never married. So from, from at birth, mm-hmm. there was, like, allegations that she had... Um, the ability, an adult mind, and abilities from birth. So, oh, okay. like a prodigy. No, oh. it was said that she was able to heat a hard crust bread just a few hours after being born. What? <laughs> like with her mind? I have no, like I don't know. Just it's. It says evidence for this came from the story that she ate a hot. So, I, like, I, if so someone gave her some hot bread. And the town went into mass panic because they assumed that she yes. made it. Oh, okay. And then um, it's all, she refused her mother's milk and instead chose to suckle from farm animals. Oh, uh, the devil's teeth and all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is mostly just rumours. Yeah. It's got Yeah, it would be. No, I genuinely <laughs> I'm pretty believe, sure. I genuinely believe someone <laughs> was born and able to heat bread. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, eat. Oh, eat? Yes. Not heat, eat with your mouth. That, that makes that's even less like concrete evidence that she was she was able to eat. Yes. Right. Okay. And she, her parents died when she was young, mm-hmm. um. So she had to make her own living, mm-hmm. and she did this by selling milk from the herd of cows. Okay. That she had, and she'd sell it to travellers and passers-by, mm-hmm. and stuff. And she would like walk into town and sell this stuff mm-hmm. and she had a pet blackbird which she it's, it said that the bird often sat on her shoulder 
It was called. Oh, what's the name of it? <laughs> I did write it down. <laughs> it was called like. Is it called Polly or something? I really hope it was called Polly. No, it's like called Sir Potzalot or something oh. like that. Um, oh, name Mr. Hotfoot Jackson. Oh. <laughs> okay. Very weird. Yes. Um, I feel like I'd find it quite cute if someone just walked around with a, a blackbird on their yes. shoulder, but I feel back then yeah. it was not so cute. I mean, I really hope this bit is true because, yeah, I mean, there was an episode on uh, you know, Dear Hank and John, the podcast. Mm. They. Um, Someone asked them a question, it's like, how can I tame a blackbird or a raven to be my pet? Niche. And... Niche, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and the bird would sit on her shoulder when she brought the milk in. Mm-hmm. Um, she was known for a quick temper, and people were very suspicious. Because she was angry. Yes. And ugly, and she had animal friends. Yeah. I mean, I think she sounds quite nice. I know. So she grew up and she was like mostly unliked figure. Mm-hmm. She was const- she was constantly accused of watering down the milk. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and her cottage was some distance from the town in the middle of a forest mm-hmm. apparently. Um it it was called Hamel Grange which I managed to find a picture of online. Mm-hmm. So I will put that put that on the Instagram page. In the Instagram, yes. Yeah. Good idea. But at the time, it was known as Jackfield. Okay. Which I'm hoping is where... Is that where the bird is? The bird got its name from, because it's Mr. Hotfoot Jackson. Oh, or maybe... Oh, was Jack just a popular name back then? Like Jack and John and all that? Could have been. Hmm. Um, oh, and there's, there was a bush outside of her house that um, was, like, feared to... It was feared to be the place where the blackbird would sit. And... Um, and then it because it would never blossom so people thought it was right. wizardry witchcraft or maybe just like poor gardening well if it's in a forest it might yeah, not get sun <laughs> yeah that's weird because that's where the blackbird used to sit like <laughs> i know really <laughs> so um her enemy mm-hmm. it literally calls to him her enemy a nemesis yes was Someone called local, the local parson, Reverend Spencer. Of course. Um, he was a rec, ad, rector of St. John, John's Church in okay. Burslem. I have no idea what a rector is. It doesn't... Me either. Um, and she was accused of being a witch because she rarely attended church. Another factor. Um, I feel like if we were to... Uh, use that kind of assumption now everybody could be yeah yes um and then um he claimed that uh, that she sent the bird to to sit on the sign of the turk's head pub which is where he frequently visited and she's uh, he said that she soured the beer and gave all the customers rheumatism. Oh my gosh. Do you remember having that power though? That would be incredible. Why don't you just use it within your small town to give people rheumatism? No. I mean, if you're going to treat them horribly, what do you expect? Yeah. It's like racism. The cycle of racism continues when... I feel like I should stop this right now. I don't, know. I don't quite know where you're going <laughs> with this one. No, because you know, like... 
if you treat someone of a certain race badly and it reverses itself and then they end up acting like the person you're treating them like even though they weren't necessarily like that person to start with Mm -hmm. it just reinforces this whole cycle of racism well it's it's, um uh the bullying cycle isn't it the bullier well the bullied becomes the bullier yes yes and she was also blamed for other ailments suffered by the town I mean, they didn't have the NHS then, so what did, what did they expect? And so, in fury, he shot at the bird. Oh my gosh. Which, she, he was, uh, the bird was fine, thank goodness. Oh. Um, but then he had an attack of stomach pains, Ooh. which he blamed Dying on the father. bird. Yep. And she, well, she, I'm not, because there was no, like, trial or anything for her being a witch mm-hmm. i think it was just sort of a rumor that went round. okay um so she died i couldn't it, a few different places said it was 40 1746 or 48 so so, 40, okay. so one of them mm-hmm. probably yes in the <laughs> middle <laughs> but he then was the person who buried her oh yes in the saint john's churchyard um but the good townsfolk had concerns <laughs> what? was she really dead oh um please say she wasn't oh i okay, wish she was <laughs> yes she was um but then uh, like the blackbird started terrorizing people in the town the one blackbird yes that blackbird mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so that's why they thought she wasn't dead okay makes sense well i mean animals kind of remember if their owner dies i suppose yeah it's like hatchy the the dog the dog oh that's so sad film oh when he stays at his grave <laughs> but it's like a, a common thing isn't it i don't know whether it was it his grave or was he just the, stay at the train stay at the train station i've actually seen the film it's very sad Oh, it's like Molly and me, but oh gosh, no! With the, with a with a husky, is he a husky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then apparently, the 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 priest guy yeah. and some of his friends, mm-hmm. whilst drunk, went and paid oh. a visit to Molly's cottage in the woods, and what they saw astonished them. Okay. <laughs> um, they saw. The Molly was sitting by the fire knitting Whoa. with her bird. Wait, what? Not knitting with the bird, like as in she was knitting and her bird was there next to it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> actually knitting a bird with the bird. Or uh, oh, that's how the bird came to life. She knitted him. Oh, oh, that'd be a good story. But wait, sorry, she was sat knitting. She was sat. I, but what? I'm guessing because they were drunk. Ah. So it could have just been... I suppose at the time alcohol was not quite as monitored as it was now. So, no. I mean, was absinthe still a thing then in the UK? No idea. No. I thought it was a French thing. I think it's from France. Oh, I know you can still yeah. get it in France. I don't know if it came to the UK. Like, would it come to Stoke, though? <laughs> you don't know. Maybe. I feel like they just had bad, <laughs> bad beer. Yeah, or that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
but there was claims that she haunted the town Mm -hmm. so they decided to exhume her body so they opened it up Mm -hmm. and they threw in the still living blackbird that's rude that's just rude i know and then put them put them back and then they reburied her Mm -hmm. in a north to south direction okay instead i have no idea but it's which is a, a right angle to all the other graves there. So if you go, you see her grave because it's the one that's not in line with all the others. That'd be interesting to look up if there's a, like a proper, like burial meaning. Yes. Because do they still follow it now? So do you still have to be buried in? I'm not like, sure actually. A line and what's it? Is it in terms of the grave or just the church? Or asking you a lot of questions. I know, and, and I have no idea. <laughs> And then there's many stories and questions that remain about her. So. Such <laughs> as if she could eat the hot bread. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, so um, people, the some historians think that she was also staked through the heart when they opened her grave again. Like a vampire? Yeah, but that it's could be just like a rumour. Yeah, yeah. And there's um, w- rumours that she still walks the streets of Burslem apologising for her sins, which, from the sounds of it, she doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> the sin of being ugly. Yeah. Ooh. And apparently there was an exorcism that oh, was gosh. tried t- to get rid of her, but um, as in, like, her present, like, oh. spirit. Oh, OK. I thought just, like, get rid of her while she was still alive and have oh. an exorcism instead, and she's just stood there. Yeah, <laughs> throwing water being like... <laughs> it was a, it was claimed to be successful, but some of the priests died in the process. Ooh, so mm. mysterious. So the way I think of I've heard of her yeah. is like it's like a thing that they tell children. So there's oh. like a little chanting mantra thing, which is Molly Lee, Molly Lee, chase me, chase me around the apple tree. And that's still like a thing. Yeah. Whoa. So I'm sure I heard this in school. Yeah. Um, and that people talked about it as if it was like a real ghost, and this she'll come, she'll come and get you if if you call her or something. Because it's like, did you have the Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary thing? Mary, yeah. yeah. Which, despite the fact, like I'm now, you know, 21 years old, I still can't do it. No. Should we explain what that is, just in case people don't know? <laughs> yes, we can do. Um. So it's like a common. Um, what do you think? Folktale? Yes. Myth. If you. Did it have to be at night time? I did it. Just people did well, it at night time. We did it in the school bathroom in primary school. Wow, you rebel. So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, have to, you have to say, um, is it Bloody Mary three times? Yeah. Into the mirror, and then she'll. Does it scratch you on the back? Yeah, or come out of the mirror. So there's a lot. There's a lot of different to, myths yeah, and stuff. Um, it reminds me of, you know, the episode of American Horror Story? When the guy has a, a fear of saying piggy, is it in the mirror? Oh and yeah, in he, the first season. Yes, because I've never watched. Yeah. He finally like gets over the the fear oh, of yeah. doing it, and so says piggy in the mirror three times, and then a guy with a pig mask or pig head jumps out of the shower behind him and kills him. Which, yeah, poetic justice. I mean, <laughs> you finally get over your phobia. He's death. <laughs> but that's brilliant, isn't it? Because it's like the. There's a guy who had a fear of um, sinking boats 
so like boats because he was in a shipwreck in the early yes. 18 no the late 1800s yes. and so he tried to get rid of his fear mm-hmm. by going on the titanic yeah and uh, died wasn't there a guy who was on the titanic and then survived and then was in another shipwreck and then survived and then in another shipwreck and that's the one that finally oh, killed him this might be that guy is it i think so it was like yeah multiple ones which yeah. if anything is enough to give you a fear of it but at the same time it's got to do something for your like self uh, preservation in terms of like yeah. i'm indestructible yes I'm, gonna, I'm sure it's not a nice experience no but no <laughs> <laughs> i well, mean it finally got him and after the you know it's kind of like final destination you know where you're meant to die in this one time yes because you don't you'll just keep trying and trying again until it kills you. I mean, I've never actually watched Final Destination. Oh, that's how the plot works. Okay, I think I watched a music video that was based on Final Destination. Oh, interesting. Yeah, where it was set in a... Wait, was it? I think so. Where it's set in a school, and so, like, Ooh. you think that somebody's gonna get choked to death with their hair, and actually, like, the lockers fall on them instead. Yeah, that's the whole Final Destination Definitely, series. It definitely was inspired by that, yeah. It's very... Oh, it gives you so many fears. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um okay, back to the yeah, back to the business. Yeah. So there's still questions that remain, which is why did he turn a body? Oh, no one knows. A commonly. Yeah. Like cuz just laying her spirit to rest should have been enough, mm-hmm. but he didn't trust his own judgment because he did it. Ooh. Which is very strange. Plot twist. He was oh my god, they were having an affair. Oh, okay. No, no, different, different directions that one. <laughs> It was a weird kink. What? He had, they were having an affair, so he staked her. <laughs> I mean, her. have you seen the vampire diaries? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they actually like, kill each other in that, though. For, like, they kind of do. Uh, yeah. I know, I kind of lost yeah. the guy and they come back to the mm-hmm. And it's, it's apparently very unusual to see a body turned. Yeah. In a graveyard, which is, and it's a very large tomb, or like not an actual tomb, but a very large gravestone kind of thing on top of it, which to keep her down. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she didn't have very much money, so mm-hmm. who paid for this? Because she she wouldn't have been able to afford it. The bird did. Oh my god. Yeah. Because they collect gold and stuff, don't... Is that blackbirds? Oh, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a pagan association offered to pay for a railing to go around the grave. Oh, for... To... Like, keep her in, yeah. I guess. And so offer... Keep others away. Maybe. And... Yeah, the Church of England didn't know how to react to this. <laughs> I can imagine the Church of England don't really know how to react to pagans quite a lot of the time, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a le- also another legend that about her grave. If mm. on Halloween you dance around a grave and sing Molly Lee, Molly Lee, you can't catch me, mm-hmm. her, app- her apparition will appear. I'm going to catch you. Yeah. Oh. And then... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun activity. <laughs> The there is a woman from the nineteen hundreds mm-hmm. who cl- is a self de- was a self declared witch, 
And she claims to be a descendant from oh, Molly Lee. Wait, how? But if you think about it, that doesn't make sense, does it? No. Because <laughs> Molly Lee never had any children. children. Or did she? in the Blackbird. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> trace it up and down if it means so yeah like her siblings but aren't we all descendants from molly lee i mean yeah i mean especially me yeah because i'm from stoke-on-trent you specifically me specifically interesting (laughs) oh and she was she was oh i said that uh, um she walked around town with the jackdaw on her shoulder. This is the new person. She's called Sybil Leek. Sybil Leek. Leek. Okay. Yes. And um a real one? I think so. Ooh. She then became like a I was gonna do a whole episode on her. Okay. But like spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> she became um like oh what are they called? Horoscopes. Where they do tell you your f- horoscopes. And I can't remember the name of the word that they are. Mystics? Uh, yes. Yeah. And she had seemed to have a dis- interesting life. But they did try to find her records to see if she actually was a descendant. But they were very hard to trace. So, no one knows. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there was a film made that was called Molly Crows. Mm-hmm that is inspired by Molly Lee and she is her spirit returns to wreak revenge upon the descendants of those who wronged her which seems a bit ridiculous that's like a common um I know but like why like 400 years later and you're gonna kill them ancestors but isn't that everyone yeah because yeah just wipe out the world. Coming after all of us. Which, to be fair, if that's the way that we all go. Yeah, yeah. it is a feature film also. Ooh. And it was filmed in Stoke mm-hmm. in 2012. Good. Which, I mean, which I don't think we have much of a film industry, but <laughs> there we go. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> Plug for the Stoke film industry. <laughs> yes. And it was distributed through Disrify mm-hmm. via Facebook Ooh. in 2014. Oh, fairly recently then. Yes. Oh, nice. So, you know, if they just have a surge of popularity, mm-hmm. they can thank me. <laughs> and that is Molly Lee. Very interesting. I enjoyed that. You said you didn't have a lot on her. I didn't I think I did. Oh, And I then I found, I found some more. Fair enough. Because I was going to do a bit on Molly Lee and then Sybil Lee because they're connected. Makes sense. But I, I did quite a lot, so... Oh. Was Sybil Leek also then from Stoke, would you say? Yeah, I think she's like a further out part oh, of okay. Stoke. Mm-hmm. And that's debated, they don't know. She's like from Staffordshire. I don't know what that is. So Staffordshire is like, you know, like Nottinghamshire. Yeah. Nottinghamshire. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Nottingham is in it. Yeah. Like Stoke-on-Trent is in Staffordshire. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I really hope I've done that. Like, said that right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, fair enough. Who's your person? My person is Ada Lovelace. Oh, I Her might. Face just lit up. I've heard of her, but I don't know how. Oh, good. 
because I was really worried that you were actually going to know a lot about them. Oh, um, I mean, I might when you tell me more about okay, her. <laughs> so she was called the Enchantress of Numbers. Oh, did they make a film movie. about her? They probably did. Did it star? Oh, wait, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, Amanda Seyfried? I don't think so. Because it was called Lovelace. Maybe, probably. Mm. It could have been about the other person who has a surname though, which is her husband, or anybody else who has a surname. Oh. Anyway, right. So, born in um, eighteen fifteen. Yes. On December tenth, she was the only legitimate child of Lord Byron. Oh. And uh, Lord Byron's wife, who was Anna Isabel Byron. You know, um, Mary Shelley's sister had a child from Lord Byron. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mary Shelley's sister had a child from Lord Byron. That's quite... I mean, can you imagine that literary influence, though? I mean, I really hope they became, like, a, you know, Keats. You you really hope that (laughs) that child became Keats. (laughs) I feel like we would have known about that if that child became Keats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can hope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, She was born uh, named Augusta Ada Byron. Um, although her parents separated a few weeks after she was born. Um, so uh, she and Ada never saw her dad because he left. Um, so after they, her parents separated, oh, yeah. he left and moved to Greece, where oh. he then died when she was eight. So oh. she didn't really know her dad very much. Yeah. And because of the separation, um, her mum wasn't a massive fan Ah. So uh, her mum was very strict on one on Ada. Didn't really show her much affection, and because um, she didn't want uh, Ada to also become like a poet and, mm-hmm. and things like that, she uh, really like nailed down on a strict education of things like maths and science, uh. things that typically didn't kind of oppose liter- literary kind of yeah. uh, aims. So, I um, mean, that's quite sad, though. Yeah. Because it's like, if you'd forced Alan Turing to, to write poetry, I'm sure it'd be nice, but if his calling was maths... I know, then... yeah. Don't, don't force, don't force yeah. it. did enjoy, like, maths and science, though. Fair um, enough, I am glad. another reason why she was kind of really pushed into it, but the yeah. main, like... Do you think she ever read her father's poetry? I imagine so. I mean, you must do out of curiosity. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no way that... I mean, even, like, as a child, maybe not, because her mum wouldn't have allowed yeah. her to. But when she In older up, life, yeah. Yeah. Older life? Older age. Older age, yeah. She was... Uh, she spent a lot of uh, infancy... So she was born in... I actually don't have it written down. I think she was born in London, from what I remember. Ooh. But she spent a lot of her childhood in Nottingham, in a, a place called Kirkby and Ashfield. So it's like... But Nottingham is like a big place, and it's like in the mm-hmm. north, kind of, of Nottingham. Okay. So, a different place where I'm from, but it's in the Nottingham. So, and she was raised mainly by her maternal grandmother and by servants, but her grandmother died when she was seven. Oh, so, yeah, so was the mum not around? Not Didn't have a lot of, no, not a oh. lot to do with uh, raising her. I think other than like pushing her into education, she didn't really have a lot of involvement. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm guessing they're upper class, but I don't know. Yeah, upper class, lots of money. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there's always that thing where they're distant from their parents. I know, which. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that, because. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't... I mean, some people still do it, probably. I imagine so. Like, traditional or even people to do with strange relationships. Yeah. With parents, but I find it quite sad. Yeah. Because uh, at the time, girls couldn't go to uh, university, Ada got most of, actually, I'd say most, all of her education from, like, private tutors and things like that. Yeah, she, she did a lot to do with uh, science and logic and math and things. And she also studied French and music because at the time they were like fashionable and they were ah, very okay. men. so she also like there was a lot to do with that as well mm-hmm. i hate the fact that women in history learn music to impress men yeah like mostly mm-hmm. that's why i like the piano the film because because right. it's for her yeah because she, she like, does it for her own self and like that's very sad that that's a rare thing at that time but mm. yep <laughs> um, my mum also had her lying on the floor for extended periods of time to teach her self-control that's not really relevant to the rest of it i just found oh. that a really fun fact that is very strange yeah you, like why do you, how do you get right so today's lesson you're just gonna lie on the floor for seven hours um oh. to teach you self-control but weird yeah yeah so, uh, from a young age, Ada was interested in numbers and maths uh, and mechanics. She designed, uh, like, theoretically designed um, boats and flying machines. Ooh. And she was really interested um, by the Industrial Revolution, which was, like, oh, it was in the magazines a lot at the time. Oh, yeah. As well. And when she was 12, she said that she wanted to fly. So she created some wings oh, for herself. Wow. Uh, so this was, yeah, in, 19, in 1828. Yeah, yeah, next twenty eight. She designed uh, wings after the birds that she'd been studying. So she like learned a lot about birds as well. And she even wrote a book. So at this point, she was twelve years old. She wrote a book that was called Flyology. Oh my uh, goodness! Which had in it all the illustrations um, and calculations as to how she would make these wings work. I don't think they it ever came to fruition though because she got very very ill. Uh, So she had a lot of. dizzy spells when she was a kid that obscured her vision and she was paralysed with measles measles uh, the year after oh she had a year of bed rest oh that's not nice did she um she, she must have recovered yeah yeah she did but a year in bed like that's a lot that's like read a column yes at least pretty powerful like intermission intermittent periods of yeah girl, but no she was apparently was in there all year i mean have you there's a book called uh, a year in bed or something like that. Really? By Sue Townsend. Oh. It's like... Did she write uh, Adrian Mole, didn't she? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, yeah, this woman is just like, right, I'm staying in bed for a year. Oh, God. This is what's happening. I'd go insane. I mean, I'd quite like it, to be honest. I feel... Because, like... I mean, you'd still see people, but... Yeah. And people, like, came and visited, and... Yeah. Well, they had to bring her food. Yes. And obviously, like, kind of disgustingly, you'd have, like, a pot and things like that in order to pee in. Yeah. I think she tackled that when she brought her bed sheets in the bathroom with her, so she was technically still in bed. That's cheating. Yeah. But I guess it's better than just peeing on a bed. Yeah. And it, it still, I mean, even just, like, bed to bathroom to bed to bathroom for a year, mm-hmm. it's still, like, you're breathing the same recycled air for a year. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you could open a window. I know, but it's just not the same. 
I'd go stir crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so at 17, she met and befriended a guy called Charles Babbage. Oh. Do you know who he is? No, I just like his name. Oh, yeah. It's got, it's got a bunch of typos on. I'm about to uh, and he was a mathematician and inventor. He was also a something that I can't pronounce. I think it's Lucian. Lucian. A Lutheran. There's no T H. Oh, Lucian. Lucian, yeah. That's his name, or that's what? No, he's his is. title. He was uh, that professor uh, of mathematics at Cambridge. Oh. So it was a t- uh, it was a like position that had like, I think it had been set up by Isaac Newton. He was the first mm-hmm. person to hold that position. And then, obviously, more recently, um, it was held by Stephen Hawking. So it was like, oh, the, yeah. the, like that position. This guy, Babbage, uh, he called uh, Ada that enchantress who has thrown her magic spell around the most abstract of sciences and has grasped, grasped it with a force that few masculine intellects could ever exert over it. Oh. And then also called her the Enchantress of Numbers, which is about like, where she got her title from. Oh. So and they got on. They were like good friends. It was through him that she was able to study advanced mathematics at University of London uh, uh, with with Professor. At the, so I think I assume that like they just like to like share calculations and maths like talk together as you know <laughs> mathematicians like to do. And he was uh, attempting to create a machine that performed mathematic calculations. Oh, the calculator. The calculator. Ada had kind of seen, because uh, it was all kind of theoretical, I, uh, if you mean, nothing yes. that they did actually ever became physical. Yeah, I'm just having a small real, like, revelation that someone did make a calculator. Yeah. They've not always just been around. I know. <laughs> because when I was writing it, I was like, well, that's a calculator. And then I was like, oh my gosh, no, people would have had to have sit and yeah. done all that workings out, which is insane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was fun for them. To sit and do workings out? Yeah, why not? Or create a system that works yeah, everything works, out. Yeah, that, that could have been fun. I wouldn't even know how to start no, with that. Either. I mean, we're not math students, so... No, I'm not very good. Yeah, you see my maths. I struggle counting, never mind, like, <laughs> extended forms of... Yeah, but you said you were good at theoretical math. Yes, but not creating it, necessarily. Fair enough. Ah, <clears throat> uh, Yes. <laughs> It's when it's all written down. It's very pretty to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's intended to create. Um, and she saw the plans uh, before they were finished and she was captivated by it. Ooh. So she asked for the... She asked to be, like, sent blueprints as well so she could, like, study them and, and work out how it worked. So they basically then... The kind of thing was all devised um, very loosely, I don't think. I don't think all the calculations have been worked out as to how to make it oh, okay. work. But it was still quite a turning point, uh, and it was called the analytical engine that uh, would work the way that a calculator does, so be able to like store information separately, mm. as well in like a memory, oh. as well as work on something presently. If oh, that makes any sense. Um, and it would all be powered by steam or a hand crank. Wow, that's right? hard work. I generally don't... Oh my goodness. Can I'm... you imagine, like, showing them now that we just all have calculators on yeah. our phones? Yeah. Let alone, like, there's a little machine that does it. Yeah. And you can get them for, like, 50p. I know. Yeah, and those would have been, like, massive, and then you'd have to stand turning oh my goodness. the handle as it works things out. Well, it's like early film was like that. Yeah. You had to yeah, stand and crank it. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 
I mean, I just kind of want to just, like, go back in time and show, like, this is the future. Just a phone. I'd just be like, look at this. Cause, cause if you, yeah, because within a phone you've got like obviously a mobile, like a, a phone, yeah, that doesn't require any sort of a cable. No, you've got text, so there's like binary, yes. there which is sent over wave signals, and you've got like access to almost everything, yeah, internet. So, on all a little information. brick in your it's not even a brick anymore, it's a little, no, it's, it's, it's a little like flat thing, yeah. <laughs> cameras. Oh videos, my goodness. Why? <laughs> yes, we're having a small revela- revelation. <laughs> what just, a world we live in! I know it's just it's incredible. But even if you go back, I remember. I mean, I remember when I was uh, like at, at primary school, um, yeah, and like the the smartphones that exist today wasn't even a thing then. No, yeah, and the idea of uh, taking a picture on mm-hmm. your phone was quite novel. And if you press yes. the internet button, there was like ten times you had to press to get out of it. Yes, and, and it would barely ever work yeah, as well. Yeah, it was very. Good. I think I, I use the internet to like download music like once. Same. Um, and then got the you know. And you Bluetoothed it to people. Yes. <laughs> or you you'd sit and you you you'd play uh, the radio from like your computer. Oh, and record it. And you'd record it. <laughs> and I do remember I have a song. Um, I don't have it anymore, obviously, but I used to have a song on my phone. And halfway through recording uh, the song, my friend had messaged me on MSN, <laughs> so I got the notification. So in the middle of this like really nice song, I just got doom in the middle, but it took too long to have recorded it and get it yeah. perfect. That I just dealt with that being in there. That's quite strange. Now that song has that that um, little little that noise in the middle, middle to you. Yeah, and still, if I listen to the song now, I'm still like, oh, there we go. <laughs> so, but yeah, so the. Analytical engine was all kind of written. It was in a paper, mm-hmm. and she was asked to translate the paper to French from French. Oh, from French. I don't know why it was written in French. Is this the time when the, like all the courts were in French? It might have been. So I don't know. I don't know why we like do academic stuff in French too. What do we mean? Like now? No, then. Then. Yeah, I don't know. I think we do everything in English now, don't we? I mean, because I don't think French. Are we weren't under French control. Well, this is this is embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know history. <laughs> no, I, I think like French still held an aura of elitism. If you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, and it, it still does, if you think about it, in terms yeah. of like um, Academie Francaise and things like that. It still holds that kind of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't enough now. But also because it was writ- the paper was written by an Italian. And was published in a Swiss journal. So when I was oh reading this, I was getting very, very confused. But yeah, it was written in French. Weird. Yes. Yeah, many layers. Maybe that was the common language for all of them. Between all of, yeah, all engineers and mathematicians. Oh, it was wow. a collaborative effort. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, yeah, she translated it and she added her own notes into it whilst translating. Oh, wow. Which... If, like, you were to do that, I can imagine if it didn't go well, you'd get in a lot of trouble. Her notes ended up being three times as long as the paper. Wow. Right? And <laughs> in, in all of the notes, she added all the calculations as to how it was going to work. So before mm-hmm. it was very kind of, this is what we're aiming for. And then mm-hmm. she was like, right, this is how you get it all to work. Oh, my goodness. I know. And why, why wouldn't they let women into universities? She's a genius. Right? I don't know. I, I guess because people were threatened. 
yeah, don't threaten. I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah. But patriarchy. I know. Goddamn patriarchy. <laughs> um, she used um a num number algorithm in order to get it to work. So like wanted to put that into the machine and then the machine mm-hmm. would use that algorithm in order to okay uh, do maths and that algorithm is kind of the f- early form of a computer program so that's what we oh, do wow. now in order to i did think that but yes. i wasn't sure no yeah yeah um and so the paper was published in 1843 uh and so she's the first computer programmer that's crazy i know Oh, wow. Before computers were even a thing, if you know what I mean. Mm. And this was still just a hand crank machine, and yet she'd come up with computer programming. Oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's um, like that uh, Hedy Lamar. Go on. She, I mean, she deserves a whole episode. She created some kind of, she was an actress um, mm. in Hollywood mm-hmm. in early 20th century, and she created some kind of, a plane, something for planes during the war. Yeah. Um, which got patented under a different name, and so you had a whole lawsuit that. Yes. That she so she eventually got the rights to it, mm-hmm. and that device ended up leading to Wi-Fi. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And she was an actress, and. Whoa. She would. They wouldn't let her, like, no, have the patent not. to it for ages, and then. There was um person oh i'm gonna get this completely wrong but um somebody in china during mm-hmm. his communist yes days yeah yeah uh, it was a scientist and she worked with a team of people and oh. she created a vaccine for something oh it's <laughs> going so well something quite big the meningitis i can't remember oh wow um but basically because of at the time in uh, communist China, they you weren't if you were a scientist, basically you were like shunned or beaten mm. or like she had her kids taken off her and her husband was uh, tortured. Goodness! Um, but it was so important that the research got out there that she did it all anonymously, and it's only then in the recent years that we've oh, actually wow. worked out who she was. If men would just get over their pride <laughs> and let women do all the stuff, we'd live in a utopian society right. now. But like loads, like. It just it baffles me that you would think that because of you know because of somebody's um, gender or you know or their sex or their race or or any of that that just anything other than they're like not just seen as you like everyone's yeah. a human and then seen other than that it just doesn't make sense no and I don't know thoughts are thoughts you know what I mean you can't yeah like, I don't know. I mean, because, like, even if a child started, like, spouting Einstein's theories and he knew everything, or she knew everything, or whatever their gender, then, like, we wouldn't just deny it to no. them. We'd be like, oh, you are actually gifted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just baffles me. No. Angers me, but baffles me. Yes. So, but, anyway... She also realised, so despite the fact, obviously, she worked with numbers a lot, she mm-hmm. also kind of, and this is quite entertaining for me, she realised that um, the machine could do more than just numbers. So she, she theoretically, it could have also composed music. Oh, wow. And she did this because the way that her brain worked with numbers was that she interpreted it as like a language, almost. 
okay. So everything was basically numbers and algorithms. Okay. So um, music and the alphabet and images could all, all, all be done by computer algorithms. And she called it, she called her approach um, poetical science. And what I oh, find, I like that. What I find really funny about it as well is that her mum did so much to try and make sure that she wasn't, you know, literally, uh, in, in that sense, like creative. Yes. And yet she found her own way of doing it using a, a logistical way. Yeah. Which is incredible. I know. Oh my goodness. It's very strange though that like, not, I don't know if you can say like talents are passed on. Yeah. But the fact that like, she called it like poetic science yeah. and her father was a poet. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, is there something inherited there? That's the, just. The poet gene. Yes. Yeah. Oh. That's a quite a nice thought. Mm, what, the, the, your, the talents of yeah. your parents who passed on? I mean, you can, like, the anxieties get passed on, yeah. so why why not talents? Yeah. Good point. Mm. I hope so. Yeah. Mm. So I should be a psychologist. <laughs> by, that, by that one... Um, My one like breakthrough. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I theorised this. What's your evidence? I have none. But I'm going to let everybody else work it out and then take the credit. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> um, in 1835, <laughs> so this is like before uh, paper was uh, oh, yeah. published and things, uh, she married um, William King, who was the Earl of Lovelace, which is where she got her surname from. Mm-hmm. And so all of her publications... Is that a place in the UK? Uh, yes. I shall look it up right now. Um, but it was under then the name Lovelace. She adopted it um, and used that for all of her publications. She, she published all of her publications under AAL, so Augusta okay. Lovelace. Um, it doesn't say so here. I really hope that's why it's called AOL. AOL. You know, I, I really so. want it to be. Breaking news, it is now. <laughs> uh, this says it stands, AOL stands for... Okay, it doesn't actually make sense because it says online service. Oh, that's what it is. It literally doesn't say. Oh my god, it's like the Apple thing all over again. Or the Apple thing? Yeah, because you know, like the the Apple sign is because it's the bite of an apple. Yeah. And it's it's meant to be about Alan Turing who took a bite of the apple when he when he died because he put cyanide in it because he helped make the computer, didn't he, with the Enigma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's where it's from. Or is I that think like so. a common misconception? No, I think that's where it's from. Oh my gosh. But my, I had someone try to tell me that it was from the devil who oh, bit the apple, but you know, I don't agree. I always thought Newton was the apple falling on him. Could be, or it's both. It's all of them, yeah. AOL here it says it stands for America Online. That's just disappointing, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, we, we will, we'll go with yours. Um, Mine's way better. <laughs> so, with William King, uh, they had three children together. And for some reason, every single, like, uh, bio- biographical, like, thing that I looked her up on yeah. also really wanted me to know that she they, they both really liked horses. <laughs> so, I don't, it doesn't give any more information. Anything oh. they did, you know, they, they just really liked horses. So, there's that. That's quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> they also, uh, massive, like, uh, so... Uh, like to socialize uh mm-hmm. so with like michael faraday who famous uh 
physicist, I think. Oh, I've never heard of it. Because there's the Faraday's law. Uh, oh, okay. To do with um, energy being taken in or, or exerted. Yeah, there's that. Um, Ooh. And uh, Charles Dickens as well. Oh, wow. And in because uh, Ada Lovelace is also a character within uh, the BBC show Victoria. That might be where I know from. Yeah, played by oh, is it Emerald Fennel, I think. It's not Amanda Seyfried. Not Amanda Seyfried. I'm sorry. No. There was a film though. Yes, there was. I was like, when I looked up Lovelace. There is a film that's called Lovelace. It is. Is it not about Ada? Uh, I didn't actually click the link. Just give me one second. No, it's not. It's about a porn star called Linda Lovelace, who's played by Amanda Seyfried. Oh, I mean, good on Linda, but... But also not the same one, I'm afraid. Right, so, the have plan... Have you watched that Lovelace film and you thought then that that person... No, I haven't person. seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm just like, right, so there's a gap in the market, so <laughs> yeah. um, we're selling uh, an idea for a Lovelace film. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, um, and Ada Lovelace, yeah, Ada Lovelace, also uh, spent a lot of time in gambling halls with other mathematicians, which to me seems like a not very bright thing to do. I mean, if she's like counting the cards, though. But everybody was. Right. Oh, that was quite interesting. Right? She lost a lot of money by doing this. Oh. Because um, uh, a lot of the other ma- other mathemati- magicians, other mathematicians. <laughs> well, um, they are magicians, really. Yeah. Yeah, magician of numbers. Um, the other mathematicians would use their maths in order to, like, work out the way that cards worked. I don't think that's what, because that wasn't her kind of area of interest. But like, yeah. why would you openly like, like, go into like that kind of thing, knowing that the people you're competing against? Yeah, I mean, it's quite a nice thought, isn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> naive. Um, yeah. uh, she got increasingly unwell after her publication. Uh, oh. had been released um, and in 19, no, 19, 1852 uh, she passed away um, from what they think was probably cancer at age 36 that's very sad the same age her dad had been wow I know um, Van Gogh died at 37 oh. is, it, is it 27 the club for musicians? oh I think so yeah he's quite missed it a bit um only by 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> but he he's... still can. Yes. Um, Babbage then also himself ran into money troubles. The analytical machine. Uh, oh, yeah. Just a theory. Oh, that's yeah. quite sad. So would it have worked? Oh. You know, if there's any mathematicians out there, let Good us question. know. It has been done. Damn <laughs> I want to see if you thought it would generally have worked. Oh. Yes, it did. So in 1991... Oh, uh, that's quite a while after. I know. Yeah, ages after. The curator of computing at London Science Museum uh, built it. Oh, wow. It weighed five tonnes, but it worked perfectly. Goodness. I know. And there is a picture as well of it. So during Ada's illness, her mother controlled who she could see. So she wasn't allowed to see her friends or her colleagues. Uh, and then on her deathbed... Mm-hmm. So it, it was kind of like... So Ada... I think would like to have like meetings with people because uh, obviously she had a, her own life if you know what I mean and sometimes yeah. that excluded uh, her husband and I don't know if he was happy about this and on her deathbed she confessed something to him oh. that resulted in him leaving two days before her death and never returning no one knows what that thing was oh my that's interesting right 
I know. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also had a pact with her friends um, at the time that when she died, all of her letters would be burned, meaning that, and they oh, did no. it, meaning that yeah. we actually don't know a great deal about her personal life. Oh, that's um, sad. Yeah. So years later, years years mm-hmm. later, enter Alan Turing. Oh yes. Who uh, read a uh, Ada's work, and though we don't know to what extent he actually like used any of it, he you know quite likely used a lot of it in creating um, Enigma in terms of like, oh, the algorithms yeah. and things. Uh, but he did dis- uh, disprove, not disprove, disagree with some of the things that she was saying. So Ada believed that machines would never be able to work things out on their own that you would always have to do it for them and then they would just give you the answer like a calculator you have to tell it and then but cheering kind of said no no and he obviously with enigma then programmed to think on its own oh was not discovered kind of her involvement until the 1950s Oh, wow. I know. Um, and because of her contributions, in 1980, the US Department of Defense named a newly developed computer language, either after her, Ooh. on your passport. If your passport was given to you after 2015, I think it was, uh, there's a picture of her on page 46. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I will look at that. And she's buried in Nottingham. She's buried in Hucknall, which is also like in the north of Nottingham, um, at St. Mary Magdalene Church which is next to her father, as her per request. Nice. And the reason I'd seen and heard a lot of her is because, so in Nottingham we have tram service, which mm-hmm. I've probably mentioned to you before. Yes. And all the trams have, well not all of them, but most trams have Did she have a tram them, name? And she has a tram. And it was, I, I, last year I think it was, it hit the paper, like the local oh, Nottingham yeah. paper, <laughs> because the Lord Byron tram and the Lovelace tram were finally like in a stop oh, next wow. to one another. And there's a picture of it. That's very sweet. So yeah, and that is Ada Lovelace. Lovely. Thank you very much. Mm. Got anything else you want to add? No. No? Fair enough? Right. Then we shall bid you all adieu. Yes, thank you for listening, you for if you listening. made it to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, please, uh, if you liked, give us a, a like. On... Rating. Yeah. Or... We're hoping it's going gonna get distributed in wider places yeah. not wide more places more places so we're still in the early processes kind of of that yes so hopefully by the time this goes out it'll be sorted sorted um but yeah thank you and then join us next time if you enjoyed yep thank you very much bye bye, bye.